Hello, Connected Parents, and welcome to another episode of Connected Parenting. Today, we're going to talk about how to help your child have 20 seconds of courage. So for a lot of kids, taking any kind of risk is a challenge for them. It could be trying a new food. It could be petting you know, a friend's dog. It could be watching something that's a little more thrilling on TV or a movie. Um, and every child is different. So it's really important to help kids who are not natural risk takers to build that muscle, to help them kind of experience trying new things, experiencing the wonder of that new thing and how fun that new thing can be, um, but also how good it feels to challenge yourself and actually do something that you thought was scary and it turned out to be fun. That's a really important life lesson and that's a really important thing for kids to know. So today we're going to talk about how to help your child tap into 20 seconds of courage. Hi everyone, I'm Jennifer Colary. I'm a child and family therapist and a parenting coach and the founder of Connected Parenting. And welcome to the Connected Parenting Weekly Podcast. Join me every week and we'll tackle everything from temper tantrums to bedtime to sibling issues to teenage angst. Parenting can be so wonderful, but it can be so hard. Parents often say to me, hey, can you just come live at my house? This is the next best thing. Let's do this together. So 20 seconds is about the amount of time that you need to kind of, if, if a child is nervous or apprehensive, to kind of work through that and just do it. If it's much longer than that, they'll usually talk themselves out of it. And if it's, you know, much quicker than that, it was never an issue or your child is impulsive, which is another which is another topic. I'll, I'll cover that in another episode because there are kids who are super impulsive and they don't take 20 seconds to think about anything at all. They just jump right in. But for kids who are super nervous and apprehensive, it's a neat way to kind of talk about how much time you need to get your brain ready for something. So in that 20 seconds, what you want to be doing is having your child take maybe five to 10 breaths, then have a little mantra. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. And then maybe a little countdown five, four, three, two, one, and then do it. Um, and it's just a nice little package. It's a simple little way to help kids kind of access a process to help them actually go from not wanting to do something to doing something. So first of all, don't just start this with your child. Have a conversation, have a few conversations first, right? Lots of mirroring, new things can be really different and you can get a funny feeling in your tummy and you can sort of talk about things they've not wanted to do before, but then they do it now and it's fun. Sort of expand that thinking so your child sort of starts to understand the connection between not wanting to do things, but then it turns out to be fun and that there was a process in the middle of that. What happened? And how to help them get better and better at that so they feel more comfortable trying new things. And they have that experience of accomplishing something and enjoying something they didn't think they would more often. So the first thing to do is start small, have a conversation and start small. Think about small things that they can try that feel just a little unsettling or a little, that makes them a little bit nervous or there's a little bit of resistance to. Don't pick something huge, like if they're terrified of a dog, babysitting a dog for the afternoon. Start with small things that they're on board with. The more your child is on board with this, the better it's going to work. So see if you can make a list of some small things that they think they're a little bit uncomfortable with, they, they can try to do and actually do, and then try the 20 seconds of courage to do it. Then see if you can find some bigger things on that list, slightly bigger things, and then maybe have a couple of really big things that they're willing to work towards. Not right now, 
but something they would could see themselves doing in the next few weeks or, or a few months, something like that. So if it's a certain type of movie that they would really like to watch, but they're too scared or could have you know, a fear of, of dogs, you know, maybe they could, they know that their friend has a dog and they could you know, spend some time with the dog. Like maybe there are ways to find bigger things, but that would be something they'd be willing to work towards. They could actually imagine themselves doing at some point in the future. Don't attack some big thing that they have a phobia of. Let's just talk about smaller things for the moment. And what you want to do is you want to help your child understand that this is a little bit like building a muscle, right? You wouldn't go to the gym and do two sit-ups and wonder why you don't have abs. This is some, this is a muscle that you want to build and you want to get better and better at using this muscle of trying new things. I also strongly believe in the power of imagination. So before your child ever tries something in real time, in real life, have them imagine it first. So maybe lie in bed at night, or you could have find a you know quiet little space in the house and you close your eyes and you actually envision, you can, you can narrate it for them or they can do it in their own mind, but have them imagine, fully imagine doing that thing that they're not so comfortable doing. So make sure that, and really kids have an easier time with this than adults, but have them make it really real, like hear things, smell things if they can, see the colors, um, make it as real as they possibly can and explain to your child that there's a part of your brain that can't tell the difference, the feeling part of your brain, the limbic system, can't really tell the difference between something you're imagining, something you're remembering, or something that's happening. Only your frontal lobe can tell the difference. Only the frontal lobe has access to time and has temporal reference. The limbic system doesn't know the difference. So you can imagine something a whole bunch of times and then your brain starts thinking it's a memory. You can actually trick your brain into thinking it's something that it's already been doing for a very long time. And kids have a much easier time with this. Imagination is much easier for them. You can also act things out. You can do like a psychodrama. You can act it out and pretend you're doing it. So physically move around and pretend you're doing it. You can use stuffed animals. That will really help. Kids love that. Make an element of play in this. Make sure that this is driven by love and fun. Like, don't be like, you have to do this. Like, don't have that kind of intensity in your voice. They're going to pick up on that and the whole thing's going to fall apart. So just see if you can keep that kind of playful wonder and then have them really sit in the place that they've done it. So have them imagine they've done this thing that they've been nervous to do and have them imagine that it's now 15 minutes or half an hour after they've done it and see if they can conjure up the feelings of being really proud of themselves and that it was really fun. You can also hitchhike here and find another thing. You know, they were really scared to join baseball or they thought they weren't gonna love that birthday party or they thought they were gonna like skiing or whatever it is and they really like it now and see if you can use some of those feelings to conjure up and have your, have your child really work through that feeling because that's the feeling, that's the reward feeling. We want them to enjoy after doing a task that they were a little bit unsure of. It's also really important for you here to be quite neutral. Don't have a huge investment in whether this actually comes into play or not. You can reassure your child, hey, you know what? If it needs to stay in imagination for a while, that's okay. Life's going to happen. Things are going to happen. You're going to figure things out. You did it before. I know you can do it. Really strong messages of confidence here. Don't try to drive this too much with too much energy an effort, an angst on your part, because they're going to pick up on that and just pull back. So really keep it nice and easy. 
try really hard not to compare your child to their siblings. Well, your brother does it and he's had a good, like, don't do that because it really it's really about them and their journey and what they're experiencing in the moment. You can neutrally do it. Like, I remember your brother being really scared of X and now he does it. It's You can do it that way, but try not to make it an emotional thing or that they've pleased you and this child is not pleasing you. Be really careful with that kind of heavy loaded emotional language here. I would also suggest choosing something yourself. I think it's a really good exercise, and this is important for your child too, to do something that makes you uncomfortable, not something outrageous, but just something you don't love doing every single day. That's a really good muscle to be building. It's like going to the gym for your brain. So pick something yourself. You don't like, I don't know, going on the highway, or you're the type of person that you don't like to complain if you know your food wasn't warm enough or something and actually challenge yourself and bring your child in on this. I'm, I'm uncomfortable doing X and I think it would help me to do more of that in my life. Um, so I'm going to practice and I'll let you know how it's going. And then together you can talk about what your goal is and how you've done with your goal. You can also choose, I, I like to use an accomplishment book here. There's really only a two or you know, maybe three week shelf life but create a little book, um, you know, go get a blank book, have something on the cover that your kids are interested in and keep track of the things that they were able to do that they weren't sure they were going to do or the little challenges that they picked every day and keep track of them. Kids love to, to look at those. They like to see them. They like to look to, they like to look back and read them. I wouldn't necessarily get into like a reward system or anything like that. Cause that just puts too much of an investment in these things. Keep it playful, keep it fun and maybe track it and log it in a book. You can even do that for yourself or do it on your phone and you can, you can share it with each other and and be on this journey together. Really try to relax with this. Try to keep it really easy going. Understand that little moments like this and little uh, ways that you can parent your child that encourage them, that nurture them are really part of parenting. It's very rare that we just say something and your child does it, or you teach them this lesson, they figured it out. It's usually something that has to happen over and over and over again, and then they finally get it and you've been working on it so long, you barely realize that they're doing it now. That's really what parenting is. It's this nurturing kind of long game process. You're not doing anything wrong if this takes longer. Every child is different. Every child has a different relationship with risk-taking. And risk-taking is actually a really important thing in life. You want your child to be able to take some risks, being able to tolerate failure or doing something that's difficult is a really important thing and a really important part of growth and part of being an adult. So take your time with this. Don't panic, take it easy and just kind of relax. Um, remember that whatever you're working on with your child is probably a stage. Almost everything is a stage and there will be a time when you look back and you can remember it and you can talk about it. And you want to look back and think, Oh, I love the way I handled that. I'm really proud of the way that I handled that with my child. I would have loved my parent um, to handle that with me that way. Or I really love that my mother was able to do that with me. And I can now bring that to my relationship with my child. Um, be kind to yourself. Really kind of take it easy. Enjoy. Um, 20 seconds of courage. Use it yourself. Um, it's really a gift to your child that will help them as they move through their lives. 
So please go to connectedparenting.com if you want more information. Obviously, the calm technique is very helpful here as you're talking to your child about things that they're nervous of or afraid of. So go back every once in a while and listen to, to the first um, or second podcast where I go over the calm technique. It's really important. We have a whole team of therapists and practitioners at Connected Parenting that can help you. We work online. We see people in person. My books are on there. That can be a really helpful resource. We have a number of different online courses that are really an online supportive tool that you can use on demand that really support you as you go through a connected parenting journey. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I will see you next time on the next episode of Connected Parenting.